Well, from our question and answer time we had last, last time talking about some of the things in prayer, I went back and looked. And it's been about six years since we really delved into prayer and some of the things that, uh, that are involved in the different types of prayer. And it's important for our own, spirit, our own growth that we understand how to pray, that we understand the different types of prayer that are involved. And so we'll get into that here this evening. Turn over in your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 6. As Paul teaches on the armor of God, we see in verse 18 that he says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. But he says, Praying always with all prayer. Now sometimes we have specialized in certain kinds of prayer, and if you do, it will limit your development. And when we do pray with all prayer, we must make sure that we pray the way the prayer was intended or you won't get the benefit from it. How many of you have ever bought something from a store, some gadget, some, some uh, gizmo or utensil or whatever it might be, appliance, and didn't read the instructions that came with it, figuring it's pretty self-explanatory and are not getting the full benefit of, of what's there? I mean, just to give you an example, if you went out there and have always bought a microwave oven. I mean, microwave ovens pretty much work the way microwave ovens work. That's just uh, the way they are. But we have one in our house. It's not just a microwave. It's a convection and a microwave. My wife wanted two ovens, and so we figured this is the easiest way to get it. But she doesn't like going through all the stuff that the convection does, so it doesn't get used by her a whole lot. But it's, it's a microwave like all the other microwaves are, but it also will cook Different cooking a convection. How many have ever cooked with a convection con- convection oven? And they're nice. They cook faster in a natural way. And then you can even do the combination microwave and convection. Yeah, yeah that's fun. Now you got heat and the nukes and everything else going on. You got it all happening up. But this 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 microwave got some, some nice buttons, and you had to read a little bit to figure out what they do. But you could put any size beverage. I found out you can put any size beverage. It says 8 to 10 ounces. That is not true. You can put any size beverage in. And you put this into the, into the microwave and you hit one button. Oh, that is so nice. Just one button. No time. No, nothing like that. Just hit one button and pop. And it figures out how big that cup is and turns off when it's all hot. Now, sometimes you all just do those little 8 and 10 ounce cups. I don't. I do a total, it's a big tumbler. It's like 16, 20 ounce, whatever it is. I put the whole thing in there and I put it in. First time my mom was up, she was seeing me and she saw me put this plastic cup in the microwave. She goes, ah, you can put plastic in the microwave? She says, certainly, why not? So I put plastic in the deal. And we got into this discussion whether you can put plastic or not. I says, well, you can put paper in the fire. <laughs> And she thought I was crazy when I told her about that, putting paper in the fire. You cannot. I says, well, how do you think that we Boy Scouts boiled water? We didn't have microwaves. We didn't have plastic cups. I said, we put water in paper cups and you put the paper cup in the fire. And that's how you boiled water as a Boy Scout. And, and, and when the water was boiled, you take the cup out of the fire and then you had hot water. You never tried that one? Go ahead, try it sometime at home. The paper cannot burn because paper must reach a certain temperature to catch fire, which is above what water can get to. So what happens is the paper cup burns all the way down to where the top of the water is. And it can't burn any further. And so then you have uh, hot water. So certainly we put a plastic one in there and, and heated that up. And it's got another little button that you can put any plate with any kind of food on it you want. Just put that right in the microwave and hit one button. And you hit that one button, it figures out what's on the plate, and it shuts off, shuts off when that plate is hot. No more guessing, no more, well, should I do this for a minute? Should I do this for two minutes? Should I do this for three minutes? Nah. So, you know, it's, it's a nice little microwave oven. Does some nice things for you. But you've got to read up on it to figure out how to do it and, and to know how it works. So it doesn't just do one thing, but sometimes people will get something fancy like that and just do one thing with it and not even do that right. Just, but just do one thing. No, if you, Bob, the Word of God gave us instructions on prayer. If there's all prayer, we need to know what all prayer is and we need to know how each of those prayers function. Too many people pray the prayer they want the way they want to. 
and they wonder why they aren't growing and wonder why they aren't getting the results that they need. You cannot pray the way that you want. You cannot pray the prayer that you want. You need to pray what the Word of God says is there for that for that time. How many of you have a, a, a kitchen with different tools or a shop with different tools or a sewing room with different tools or what else is out there that you could have with different tools? But there's different tools because there's different applications for each of those things. You know, for if you're sewing, there's a sewing machine. There's a needle. There's different uh, types of yarn and different types of, of, of things that, that you need. And you can't just use any kind. Sometimes you need yarn or, or, or thread that stretches. And sometimes you need stuff that doesn't stretch. And you all know by, by getting in there and finding out and seeing what there is and reading up on it, studying up on it. You put me into a sewing room, I don't know how to use any of those things. <laughs> Nor do I want to. <laughs> Anybody wants to come along and instruct me on that? Just understand the student must want to. I have no desire to learn how to sew. I am perfectly content to pay people to sew my stuff. Perfectly content. Never bothered me at all. I do not want to do it. Of course, mom's home now. <laughs> She's got her own sewing machine. <laughs> mm. Yeah, my wife and I, neither one of us much like to do that sort of stuff. But anyway, you have different tools. And you have to use that tool the way that it's intended to be used. And if you use that tool the way it's intended, it can produce great results. Well, if you use the prayers that God put in the Word the way He said to put them in the Word, you can get great results. But God knew you would face different situations in life, and so He has different types of prayer. And Paul enlightens us to this when he says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end, with all perseverance and supplication for the saints. Well, these are things that we need to bear in mind. Praying always with all prayer. So we're going to just spend a few weeks just looking at the different types of prayer that the Word defines, that the Word gets into. We're going to look at people as they use them. We're going to look at the instructions that the Bible gives to use them, situations that they're to be used in. Because if you try and use the prayer of intercession where the prayer of faith is involved, you'll get yourself in trouble. You won't get the results that you want. There's different types of prayer and there's different rules that govern each one. And it's simply a matter of knowing what the Word... It's not real complicated. It's not real hard. You'll really never hit a situation scratching your head, well, should I use the prayer of intercession or the prayer of supplication? Hmm, which one should I... You'll never really wonder. Because it is... Once you know what the prayers are, what they're used for, you'll, you'll, never, you'll never wonder. How many of you like to walk places? How many of you like to maybe bicycle once in a while? And how many of you have a car? Is there ever a wonder, ever thing where you're scratching your head? Should I take the bike or should I take the car? I mean, do you ever wonder? I mean, if it's one or two miles away, are you going to walk there? Most people. <laughs> Most people say, no, I'm not going to walk there. If you had a bike, maybe you would take the bike. If it's 10, 20 miles away, are you taking the bike? Taking the car. So it's going to be really that easy. It's going to be that simple to know. This is not a situation for this thing to be. No, this is not what we want here. If you're going to go shopping for groceries, do you go to Lowe's? (laughs) I mean, if you know what you need to get, you know where to go. And it's going to be that self-explanatory. So don't think that uh, we're trying to complicate prayer and make prayer hard and and that, oh, this is just too hard. I just, I can't get involved with prayer. Yes, you can. And it's real easy to know the difference. Real simple to know. If you turn on the TV and some sports program is going on, even if you don't follow sports a whole lot, can't you tell what sport is going on? I mean, it's pretty tough to, to confuse golf and bowling. I mean, anybody who, did, who doesn't even watch it on a regular basis, if you put on bowling, that's bowling. You don't think, is that golf or basketball? No, you don't wonder. It's, they're very different and you can tell right away. And so you'll be able to tell right off the bat what people are doing, what kind of uh, prayer they're looking at. But here we're going to take a look at the prayer of petition and the prayer of dedication. The prayer of petition and the prayer of dedication. The prayer of petition is asking to change or receive something of God. 
asking to change or receive something of God. There is something that is in a particular state that you want to see changed, that you need to receive something of God, that you need God's hand to be involved to either change a situation or that God needs to, you need to receive something from Him. So this is what the prayer petition is. It's asking for something to change or to be received. In Matthew 21, verse 22, And whatever things you ask in prayer, believe, believing you will receive. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. The prayer of petition deals with things. It deals with things. It does not deal with people. You cannot pray the prayer of petition to change people. That's not what this prayer is about. The prayer of petition involves things. Verse 21, verse 22 of chapter 21 again. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. So if it involves things, it is not intercession. You do not intercede for things, but you do ask for things. Now, I may be you're kind of belaboring now. Come on, Pastor, move on from this thing. I, mean, I understand. But you'll be surprised at how many people get this confused and start asking for changes in people by faith or asking for people by faith. You can't do that. You know, women out there asking for husbands. Men out there asking for wives. You know, I want that one. I'm believing God for that one over there. You can't do that per faith because she or he is not a thing. They are a person. And you're misapplying it. He says, whatever things you ask. How would you like to go up to that girl, that guy, and say, I think you're a thing. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what it is. No, they are a person. And they involve different, different, uh, different rules, different things. So the prayer petition is involving things. And you're asking for things to either change or you're asking for things to be received by you. Now, it must be a prayer of faith. Must be a prayer of faith. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing. It must be a prayer of faith. With my heart, I am believing, not doubting. And with my mouth, I am confessing. Too many times people get into the prayer petition And they're asking God for a thing or believing for a thing to change. And they make the prayer and they say all the right faith words and all the right believing words. But then when they go from there, how's that situation? Oh, it's getting worse. That's that's not confessing that it's it's working. Now people get in the other ditch too. Brother Hagin used to always tell us. No matter what road you pick, there's a ditch on the left side, there's a ditch on the right side. Stay out of the ditch on the right, stay out of the ditch on the left. Both of them are bad. It's, just, it's not good to get on the ditch on one side and be doubting and believing everything that comes out of your mouth is doubt and unbelief about the thing. But it's also bad to get on the other side and deny everything. You don't need to deny circumstances to be believing what God has said. Abraham considered his own body, now dead. He considered it. He says, well, you know, my body is dead now. But he still believed. You can understand that, well, I can see that this situation here, you can understand what situation you're in. You don't have to deny it. So, must be a prayer of faith. With my heart I am believing, not doubting, and with my mouth I am confessing. So we go off from there. Once we have made the prayer, we go off from there. The prayer of petition is not a prayer of repetition. Boy, I should have put that right down in your outline there, shouldn't I? (laughs) The prayer of petition is not a prayer of repetition. But too many people do this. Smith Wigglesworth one time said, I think he wrote it. He said, if you pray pray seven times... For any one thing. 
You prayed six times in unbelief. Now, he's not talking about the prayer of intercession there. He's talking about praying for things, which is the prayer of petition. If you prayed seven times for any one thing, you prayed six times in unbelief. I'd stay, I would stand to say that maybe even seven. But at least six. That's the, that's the gist of it. At least six times you prayed in unbelief. Because you're not going from there believing. Well, I don't know that you can believe. Well, then it's not a prayer of faith. You're, you're applying the wrong rules for the wrong prayer for the wrong situation. And here's why. Besides being a prayer of faith, you must know God's will before praying. You must know God's will before praying. This is not the kind of thing you endeavor to get involved to pray about and find out the will of God along the way. You know what the will of God is before you take up prayer about it. If you don't know the will of God, do not use this prayer. Don't use this prayer. You gotta know. You gotta know the will of God before praying. You gotta know how to use that tool before you pick it up. You gotta know how to use that needle, how to use that sewing machine. I mean, a sewing machine, doesn't it make it look easy? I mean, you put the fabric in, hit the button, wah, voila, there it is. It's done. I mean, it looks so easy. But you all know who used those things was well, not. But if you know what you're doing, you can make it look real easy. You make it look real, real good. Know God's will before praying. Scripture. Get Scripture. Have Scripture on it. If you can't find Scripture on it, don't just say, well, I know what God wants me to do. And I just believe that. Get Scripture. If you can't get Scripture on it, you probably don't know what the will of God is. You're going to have faith in the will of, in the will of God. You're going to have faith in the Word of God. Get to know it. What does it say? Brother Hagin used to always say, faith begins where the will of God is known. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Know the will of God. Get into Scripture. Have God's Word to stand on. You must have God's Word to stand on when you are praying for things using the prayer petition. So you come armed knowing what the will of God is. Having a couple of Scriptures... Knowing, having gone through the Word of God, knowing you're standing on solid ground and saying, this is what your Word says, this is what I'm believing. And you go from there, you ask for the thing in the name of Jesus, however it tells you to ask, whatever it says, says for you to do, you go out there and you do that, and then you stand on it. I already asked God for that. I already asked, I've, I've already followed the instructions, I've already asked God for that. The Word of God says in James, that if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all men liberally. We've used this scripture many times in this example. But how many times have you not known what to do in a situation? I don't know what to do over here. I mean, is it a sin not to know what to do? No, it's not a sin. I don't know what to do here. I can't, I'm just ignorant. So I'm going to go find out what to, to do and, and from the Word of God. But the Word of God also says that if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. If you're missing God for not knowing, then why in the world is He telling you to ask? Because you already missed God. No, it's fine to ask God. But here's what people do. They go, Father God, I need wisdom on this situation. I need wisdom about whether to take this job. I need wisdom about whether to buy this house. I need wisdom about whether to do this thing. Or get involved in this situation here. Or get involved with this business deal. Whatever it might be. I need wisdom. And then we go on from there. And people say, how's that situation going? Oh, I have no idea what I'm going to do. If I don't find out what I'm going to do soon, it means the whole thing is over. That's bad news. You're not confessing the thing that you prayed. Well, I don't want to lie about it. I don't know what I'm going to do. Don't lie about it. I told you how I answer people. If I have a situation and I don't know what to do, I go to God and say, Father God, I need to know how to handle that situation. I need to know what to do in that situation. I need to know how to, how to behave or what to say, whatever it is. And then someone comes to you and says, what are you going to say to that person? <laughs> I can simply say, I don't know. I haven't talked to them yet. 
When I talk to them, I'll know exactly what to say. When they offer me the job, I'll know exactly what to say. When I have that opportunity to buy that stock, I'll know exactly what to do. So I can, I know, I don't know yet, but I can still say, I know I will. I ask God for wisdom on it. And when the time comes for the decision, I know I'll know. And I just go on like that. And I don't get worried about it. I don't fuss about it. Because some people, they ask God for wisdom and they're all nervous and they're all worried and they're all concerned. And so much so that that worry and that concern can push you into a spot. You're back over there in prayer and you're praying unscripturally. It's just like playing hockey with basketball rules. It won't work. It isn't going to work. And they get in there and they, they start mixing the prayer of intercession and the prayer of supplication and the prayer of dedication and make it pass off as the prayer of faith. Dear Lord, that won't do it. You're just going to be confused and in a mess and they'll spend hours down. Understand the prayer petition does not take hours. It takes minutes. If you spend more than minutes, you have not prayed the prayer petition. You have not prayed the prayer of faith. Because the prayer petition does not come to prayer to find out what is the will of God. The prayer petition knows what the will of God is and asks for it. So it's over quick. Long prayers do not impress God. See Jesus on that one. Look at Jesus' prayers. When Jesus prayed for things, you can count the words. Two. Three. Four. I mean, it wasn't many. Lazarus, come forth. That's three words. Peace, be still. That's three words. It don't take long to pray the prayer petition. It don't take long to get into this kind of praying. It's over fast. If you're there for 5, 10, 20, 30 minutes, it isn't the prayer petition. But you're trying to pass it off as such. And that's why it's not working. You didn't do your homework. You didn't get yourself in a place of faith on the thing. Sometimes you need to do that. Sometimes you just need to get back there and meditate on what the Word of God says and get it settled in yourself. This is the will of God. This is what God wants. Healing is mine. The finances I need for this, and God has promised me. God has promised me a job. These, these are the things you need to get yourself set on. I know God wants me to have this. And then you can come into the prayer of petition. But set it up. Do it right. Make sure you do it right. Don't go in there doing it wrong way. Wrong way. And here's the last one. Follow the instructions given. Follow the instructions given. If you have Scripture on it, follow the instructions of that Scripture. Be anxious for nothing, but in all things by prayer and supplication. Let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Follow the instructions. Don't get anxious about it. Don't worry about it. Lay your request before God and go on. Follow the instructions. If you don't follow the instructions, the peace of God isn't going to be yours. I put in uh, underneath this, don't do what God says the way you want. Don't do what God says the way you want. Sometimes we do it that way. Well, God says I ought to, God says uh, I'm supposed to pray this way, but I really want to do it in this way. Don't just do, you know, I, 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 this is what God said and I, I, I'll come close to that. But no, do it exactly the way that He wants. The way that He says. Well, I just can't not be anxious. So I'll let my request be made known to God. And even though I'm anxious, God's peace is just going to have to be on me. Mm-mm. Follow the instructions given. God's given you instructions. Whatever verse you're standing on, there's some instructions given there. Follow them. Write them out if you need to. And every time something comes up, I need to be anxious about that. No, you don't. No, you don't. Follow the instructions. Be anxious for nothing. But in all things, by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known unto God. Once you make it known unto God, is it known unto God? doesn't say to come back and make it known again. Make it known unto God and go your way. So, it must be a prayer of faith. 
We must know the will of God before praying and follow the instructions given. This prayer, prayer petition, involves knowledge and understanding. It involves knowledge and understanding. Knowledge of His Word, understanding of His Word, understanding of His will. It involves these things. Knowledge and understanding. Here's some examples. Jesus at Lazarus' tomb. Now, here's the thing about the prayer petition. Is he not looking to change a thing? There's a dead man there. We're looking to change this. Well, where does Jesus pray to God in that? Right before he says, Lazarus, come forth, he says, Father God, I thank you that you hear me always. Is he praying about Lazarus? No. The only thing he says to Lazarus is, come forth. Now, you've got to pray and know the will of God, right? You've got to know what the will of God is for the situation. Before Jesus left the town he was in to come, what does he say to his disciples? Lazarus sleeps. We must go and wake him. Well, if he sleeps... Surely he'll wake up eventually. We don't have to go over there and do that. No, you don't understand. Lazarus is dead. I'm glad for your sakes I wasn't there. Now we can get into that whole story again. We told you Jesus did not set up his miracle. It's not what was involved there at all. Jesus didn't wait around for him to die. But he says, I'm going to wake him. I'm going to to stir. So he knows before he leaves that Lazarus is dead and that he's going to raise him up. He knows the will of God, doesn't he? He already knows what God wants him to do. So he's already sought this out. He's already found out what God says about this ahead of time. And he's going in there. So therefore, the prayer is pretty short. Lazarus, come forth. But he doesn't pray to God in that situation, does he? Well, follow the instructions that are given. Most times in the Word of God that the prayer of faith is involved, it's not directed to God. Most times. It's not directed to God. It's directed at situations. When Jesus said, He who says to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatever he says. Right? But he doesn't say, Pray to God. He says what? Speak to the mountain. Speak to the situation. When Jesus came up to the... uh, to the, the tree, the um, fig tree. One that keeps saying olive tree. I said, no, that's not olive tree. It's a fig tree. When he comes up to the fig tree. He doesn't say, God cursed the tree. He says, he speaks a curse to the tree. To, he speaks to the tree. When demons need to come out, a change needs to be involved and these demons need to come out. What's he do? Speaks to the demon. Come out of him. Doesn't pray. Oh God, pull this demon out. Oh God, let this sickness be passed from this person. No. He says to this one, walk. To this one, see. To this one, be clean. Constantly, Jesus is speaking to situations. And the prayer of faith is more involved in speaking to situations. Knowing the will of the Father knowing what His Word says and following the instructions. Now, in the area of wisdom, we are told to ask God for the wisdom. So that's a situation where the prayer of faith is involved and I simply go to God and say, Father God, I need wisdom on this situation, on how to deal with this, how to handle this. I need to know how to to be wise in governing these affairs. Thank you for sending that wisdom to me. And then you go off. Now, that's a prayer to God. That's not a speaking to a situation. That's a prayer to God. That's how. That's the instructions that we stand on for that particular prayer. I need wisdom. I, if I need wisdom, I don't stand on a scripture where, where Jesus is casting out demons. And I don't follow the instructions of that verse. I go over to James and I look at that. Here's where the, the situation is. I can go through the Bible and look at different people who use that. Those are the situations we're going to be looking for. So, don't just do what, what God says the way you want. 
Well, I want to I want to be healed of this, but I'd rather ask God. I don't care what you want to do. Follow the way that it says in the Word of God. Well, I feel funny speaking to sickness. Then be sick. <laughs> what else do you want to do? Go through the Word of God and you find somebody who was sick that had someone else or they themselves ask God, Oh, God, heal me of this thing. No, they spoke to it. You got to follow their example. If you have finances, you need to follow the example of the people that did it in the Word of God that you're going to be following after their example, following the instructions. You got to do it the way that they said. So Jesus at Lazarus' tomb. Jesus in the boat. They wake him up. Yo, we're sinking. Verse 39, Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? So what Jesus did is what they were expected to do. And it involved faith. They wanted to change the situation they were in. They wanted a storm to not be a storm anymore. And not be throwing waves into the boat. And that would have been the prayer of faith. The prayer of petition. But Jesus didn't say, God, calm the storm. It says he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace, be still. Well, I'd feel funny standing up in the boat, rebuking the wind and saying, peace, be still. Then you'll stay in the storm. You've got to follow the, the instructions. You've got to follow the example. Well, I just don't feel right doing that. It's not about how you feel. You're standing on the word of God. Do it the way the Word of God said. And go after it that way. Stop mixing in other people, other rules. See, sometimes you like the rules of intercession better. <laughs> I'd rather take the rules of intercession, have it govern my prayer of faith, and just work it that way. No, it won't work that way. That's not how it, how it goes. Well, we wrote this in your outline. Most times where the prayer of faith is involved, there is no actual prayer. That we can see from the Word of God, there's no actual prayer. They find out the will of God and they speak to the situation. Not all. I did not say all. I said most, but I didn't say all. Like we told you, if you're going to ask for wisdom, you ask for wisdom. You don't demand it of, of uh, the situation. You don't, you don't stand there and say, I demand wisdom. No, you ask the Father. That's what it told you to do. Ask the Father. So you follow the examples. But that's why it's so important that you have Scripture on it. Too many times we have a concept. We don't know where that concept came from, but I got an idea of, of, of this. And some people even have an idea of a right principle. And it doesn't make any difference. There's no faith in it from you. You've got to have faith in His Word that it will work for you. Just because someone you know is settled that Jesus is the healer, that healing belongs to us, doesn't mean it's settled in with you. Sometimes you need to take some time and meditate on the Word of God. Does the Word of God really mean I am healed? What does that mean? If someone were to come up to you and say, what scripture are you standing on? And you could say, uh, you're not ready yet. You should be able to just fly off your tongue. Rattle it right off. You should be ready. But this is the prayer of petition. This is the prayer of faith. Asking of things. The prayer of asking. Prayer of requesting change or to receive something of God. So these are the, these are the things that we have in, in that. Now, here's the next prayer, the prayer of dedication. The prayer of dedication is very different from the prayer of petition. This one is to discover or affirm the will of God and dedicate yourself to it. To discover or affirm the will of God and dedicate yourself to it. So discover, you don't know what the will of God is in this situation. I need to discover what it is or to affirm this is the will of God. I am going the right way. This is what I need to do. One way or the other. So it's either to, to discover or affirm the will of God and then dedicate myself to it. I am going to do, I, I've, I've discovered what the will of God is. I've affirmed this is the will of God and I'm going to be dedicated to it. I'm going to stay with this thing. This is not a prayer about things, but direction. This is not a prayer about things, 
but direction. Understand this. This is real important. It is not a pre-prayer of faith. You do not pray the prayer of dedication before you pray the prayer, prayer of petition. The prayer of petition is about things. The prayer of dedication is about direction. Direction for your life. Direction in the ministry God has for you. Direction for your family. Direction for whatever it might be. It's, it's going to be about direction. Not about, well, I'm going to pray the prayer of dedication until I find out what the will of God is for this thing and then I'm going to go out there and I'm going to pray prayer of faith for that. That's wrong. You do that, you have just mis- mixed up stuff and it's no wonder it won't work for you. Because the prayer of petition, that's why I put this in your outline for you, the prayer of petition involves knowledge and understanding, not perception. Not determining the will of a thing. Of, uh, not determining uh, the direction of a thing. It involves knowledge and understanding. How do I get knowledge and understanding? Do I just pray and God gives me knowledge and understanding? Study of His Word. Too many times people want to replace the study of God's Word for the prayer of dedication. Can't do it. I can't sit there and say, I'm going to pray, pray to God for about an hour just to learn what His will is in this situation. No! The Word of God does not say that faith comes by praying. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I've got to get into the Word of God and I got to, the Word of God needs to speak to me. I need to hear it. And that will help me to get into that situation for that thing that I need to change and pray it. The prayer of dedication is generally about God's will for your life. God's will for the ministry He has for you. God's will for the uh, direction for the way you are ministering to different people in your life. Something of that nature. This is not a prayer about things, but direction. It is not a pre-prayer of faith. This involves submission. It involves submission. The other one involves knowledge and understanding. This one involves submission. I will submit to whatever God says I need to do. Whatever He wants me to do. It involves submission. And this prayer is involved in getting me to have that attitude of submitting. Now, if I don't want to submit, this prayer isn't going to help me. It's not about generating the will to submit. You must already want to submit to God. If you want to be rebellious, this prayer isn't going to help you. You must already want to submit to to God's will. You come into the prayer of dedication and I, I got to find a way out of this. I do not want to go where God wants me to go. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So I'm going to pray the prayer of dedication. And you can steer that thing the only way that you want to go and get right out of it. It involves submission. You must submit to the will of God. Of course, the best example we have of this is Jesus in the garden in Luke 22. We see consecration, dedication, and submission. Here's what he says in verse 42. Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. So he's showing us that his will would be a little bit different here. But I am submitting my will to the Father's will. And I will do it that way. Now, if there is another way to do it, let's go ahead and do it that way. If not, I am ready. I'll take the cup. I'll drink it. So it is to discover. Because sometimes we just don't know what the will of God is in this. Father, I'd submit to your will in this, but I just don't know what it is. I, I just don't know. So I need to pray so I can find out and discover what is the will of God in this situation. Or I know what the will of God is and I don't like it. So I need to pray and just affirm this is your will. You know I'm submitted to you. If this is your will, I will do it. I may not like it. I may not want to do it. But if this is your will, I will do it. I am submitted to you. If you ever come into the prayer dedication with any other attitude, you will get messed up. You must come in with an attitude of submission. Whatever God says, I'll do it. 
See, Joshua at Ai in Joshua chapter 7 and 8, where they had gone against Ai after they fought Jericho and lost. And so they came to God. We don't, what's going on? What's happening here? We don't know. Did the will of God change? Are we not supposed to be here? Are we not supposed to attack Ai? They don't know. So they go to God. They need to discover what's going on. And God tells them. And He's not even real patient with them. He says, get up. Somebody's stolen some of the stuff. Get over there and take care of it. So they get over there and they, and they take care of it. But they were submitted. They didn't come in there and say, we don't want to do that. Uh-uh. We just got started coming in here. You think you want me to start picking on families already? Mm-mm. No, not going to do that. No, he doesn't do that. Whatever God says, he gets up and he, he does it. And that's how, we need, that's how we need to go. So the prayer of dedication, not a pre-prayer of faith. It's a completely different thing. Do not involve a prayer of dedication in the prayer of faith. You must already know what God says. If you don't already know what God says, you are not ready to pray the prayer petition. You must know. One of the stories that Brother Hagin would tell us, when he was, uh, when his daughter was sick, his wife, you know, they were sending letters back and forth, and he got that letter, and it said, uh, it was about the growth, I think it was on her face, if you remember that story. Some of you read some of his books. And he didn't answer her right away. He went up there and he, he uh, meditated on the scripture, scriptures that he, he knew, scriptures he had taught on about healing, and just meditated on them, just to get it set. And after he meditated on them for a day, Two days, I forget what it was. It was somewhere in that neck of the woods. He wrote back to her. And he said, just tell Pat, Daddy said she's healed. And that's all Pat needed to hear. And, uh, and they went on from there. And if, if you know the rest of the story, of, for those of you who want to heard that one. If not, it's in one of his books. I'm not sure which one, but if you want to find out, we can, I'll find that out for you. But know what the will of God is. Take some time every once in a while. You just need to renew yourself on it. Just because you know that healing is yours doesn't mean that you're as renewed on it right now as you need to be. Sometimes you just need to go back there and renew yourself on it again. Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean that you're weak. Just means you go on back there and you, you look it over again. Just like if you were a person who fixes cars. And you're going to fix a, an engine you hadn't looked at it in, uh, for a little while. What would you, you go back and you want to look over the diagram of that just to be sure. Just to go over. You already know what's there. You already know what to expect, but I'm just going to look it over again just so I know. Sometimes you just need to go back over the Word of God and just go over it again. In the prayer petition, I must know the will of God before going into prayer. In the prayer petition, I must know the will of God going into prayer. Before I ever get there to the, to the, to the prayer situation, wherever it is I'm going to pray, However it is I'm going to do it, I must know it. In the prayer petition, there's really no, no position determined for this. Jesus was sometimes standing. Sometimes He wasn't standing. But He's never lost in some kind of prayer mode or you know, shutting out all the things that are around Him. He's just stating it. The prayer petition, I must know the will of God before going into prayer. How many times do you pray the prayer petition for a particular thing? One time. One time. Now, if you determine, you know what? I prayed that prayer and I was not in faith. I know it. I know it because I know now I'm in faith. But I know I wasn't in faith before. But you know you're in faith now. Folks, go and pray it again. Obviously, you've already determined you prayed it in unbelief before. So it's not going to turn it into unbelief. It already was. Get on out there and pray it in faith this time. And, and don't feel badly about the, oh, I already prayed it one time. I can't pray it again. Can't pray. I already prayed it once. No, no. If you determine, you know what? I was in unbelief. I was not in, in faith before. I know it because now I'm in faith. And I know the difference. I'm in faith now. I wasn't before. Then get up there and pray that prayer again. And say whatever it is you need to say. Follow the instructions as you need to follow it. And do what you, you need to do. Sometimes people have prayed the prayer petition asking for healing and going, Oh God, please heal me of this. Oh, I need to be healed of this, Father God. I'm asking right now that you heal me of this and thank you that it's mine. And then they go off and they find out from the Word of God they followed the wrong instructions. You know what? If you follow the wrong instructions, start over in the thing. Well, I blew that one, didn't I, God? 
All right, you're probably up there laughing at I'm not. I'm following some silly instructions and just doing this whole thing wrong. All right, let's get it right now. And going out there and do it. Do it again. That's fine. I'm not saying never pray it a second time. But only do that if you determine the first time you weren't in faith or you followed the wrong instructions. In the prayer of faith, uh, prayer of petition, I must know the will of God going into prayer. But in the prayer of dedication, I discover the will of God in prayer. I discover it. Or affirm it. You can do either one. Discover or affirm. So they're two different things. And really dealing with completely different situations. Prayer of dedication doesn't deal with things the way the prayer of petition does deals with things. The way of faith knows His Word, His will, and His way. The way of faith knows His Word, His will, and His way. I know it. God, I know. This is what your word says. I know. This is your will in this thing. I know it. This is what you said. This is the way that you said to do it. I know it. This is how you laid it out. I'm following the example of so-and-so in the word of God. I'm doing as they did. I'm following the instructions as you gave them. And you're sure of it. You know it. That's the prayer petition. And it's short. It's short. Don't, I mean, sometimes people just pray longer because they think they ought to. You don't have to. I mean, it's a whole lot better to do what God said and just do it the way He said it than to, to make your own conscience or your own self feel better about it. How many times have you had somebody come and ask you a, a, a question, ask you something, and go on and on and your mind starts to wander? But when you get to the situation where you ask already, I mean, they're beating around the bush, they're hemming and hauling, and they're just not getting there, and you just want to stop them and shake them. Look, I don't have a whole lot of time. What do you need? What do you want? I just state it. Well, the prayer of petitions is much the same way. Now, the prayer of dedication, you may be there a while. Jesus was there a while when we see Him in the garden. When the, they were there, the uh, AI, they weren't there very long. They were there a little while, but they weren't there very long. They didn't say exactly how long, but I don't get the impression from reading that story that they were there for too long before God interrupted them and got them, got them going on it. But you can pray the prayer of dedication for a little while. It's a different kind of prayer. But the prayer of petition, folks, never, that we have a single case of it in the Word of God, never a long prayer. It's short. You're not talking God into anything. If you go into the prayer petition to talk God into doing a thing, then you did not know the will of God going into prayer. And that's where you made the error. Know the will of God. Well, I can't know the will of God in this. I, there's no scripture I haven't. Then maybe you are not to be praying the prayer petition. Maybe you are not to be praying the prayer of faith. And the problem you're having is that you are applying the wrong tool. Just not using the right thing. You know, you have a can opener in the kitchen. It does a great job opening cans. But it doesn't do such a hot job opening boxes. And it wasn't made for that. But it does such a good job opening cans, you might want to take it over to that box and use it to open it up. But it won't work on that box as well as it works on that, on that, that can. It does, it does that thing that it does and it does it well. Let it do it. Know what the prayer petition is for and use it how it's supposed to be used and the way it's supposed to be used for what it's supposed to be used. And don't let Satan come along and corrupt it and say, no, 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 that was too quick. You need to be doing... You didn't ask God for anything. Didn't have to. I just spoke to the situation. I spoke to that mountain. Told that tree. Told that sickness. You follow with the examples in the Word of God. But have Word on it. Prayer of dedication, you may not have a whole lot of Word on that. You may not know exactly the same thing. You might have some. Jesus' situation in the garden, there was some Word you could have on it. But not always in the prayer of dedication where you have a whole lot of Word that you can use on it. It's all right. God will help you out. 
and he'll take you over to areas of Scripture. And uh, now, see this? Oh, yeah, yeah, I see that. All right, that's the direction I need to go. And he'll help you out with the thing. Well, Father, we thank you. As we look at these prayers, we look at these two, the prayer petition, powerful tool that you gave us when we use it the way it's supposed to be used. Prayer dedication, powerful tool for what it's supposed to do, for what it's intended for. Help us, Father, to use these tools the way they're intended, not just the way we want. Too often we're like little kids who grab the dad's set of tools and just start pounding away and doing things with them they weren't intended. Father, you want us to to use them correctly. We use them correctly, they're sharp in our hands. We become skilled with them. We want to become skilled in the art of prayer. We thank you for the help that you give us on it, the instructions that are in your word. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Any questions on uh, these two prayers? Any any uh, lingering questions about how they differ or anything about how they're used? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. But you're asking for a thing to change. But it does not say you have to ask of God. So No, here he's telling us he's telling he already knows what the will of God is in the situation. And he's telling the seed to line up with it. The sick person, he knows the will of God in the situation. He's telling the sickness to line up because sickness was a was a submission or authority uh issue. And so he would speak to it that way. Hi, Dwight. At times. That's why you had to get into the Word of God. Read what the Word of God has to say. Find out the instructions on it. And find out how it was used. Good night. So if you see, if you see, if you the prayer or petition you're asking for, is for sickness, I need to see how people dealt with this in the Word of God and follow the way they used it. If my prayer is for finances, I need to find people in the Word of God, how did they pray this thing? If it's for wisdom, how is what are the instructions and how is it that people ask for this? Because the prayer petition is going to be for things that God has promised us in His Word. And so I need to go then go about and do it the, the way that God said. But... Sickness, you never find a single time in the Word of God where anyone ever asked God to provide healing. But that's how you hear most Christians pray it. That's how most people... That's why I said you can't do this the way you want. You must do it the way He said. I'll give you a a, a point if you can use your imagination on this. You ever seen a screwdriver? Well, in a tool shop, there's, some, there's another tool that looks very similar to a screwdriver. It's called a chisel. Not familiar to, to most of you? Chisel is very different from a screwdriver, but it looks the same. If you use a chisel one time as a screwdriver, you will ruin it. And a chisel costs far more than a screwdriver. One time, using a chisel like a screwdriver will ruin that chisel. One time. My dad used to give me the strongest warning on his chisels. He spent some good money for those chisels. And he had caps on all the edges of them. And he says, do not ever use these. Because I was little. I wouldn't know how to use them. But you use them right, and you take that chisel, you can carve out some... I mean, they are sharp. Really sharp. So sharp, if you rubbed your finger on it, it's cut. That's how, I mean, especially if they're good. And uh, you better be, if you're going to sharpen your chisels, you better know what you're doing. It's not for the amateur to be doing. Sometimes you just take them to places and have them, them do it. But they look almost identical. Had the same kind of handle. Had the same kind of stem. They have a point at the end of it. But very different. You can buy a screwdriver for a dollar. You could spend $30 on one chisel. You could probably even spend more than that. Some of these guys that really want to get into some, some nice ones. I don't use chisels for the things for the. I have chisels, 
but I don't need them for the kind of purposes a lot of people do. Some people are so good with chisels. You ever see dovetails? Some guys are so good they can cut dovetail. I do not. I, do, I use a router. But some guys are so good they can hand cut dovetails with a chisel and have them fit in perfect. You better be having some really good chisels, let me tell you what, because you've got to be exact on both ends of the cut. Tough stuff to do. But that's what it is. If Too many times we've taken the, the, the uh, prayer or petition and we... It's like a chisel. It can quickly cut through something. And we've used it like a screwdriver. We pry open a paint can with it. Or something else like that. And, and, and we've done it so often that we don't know how to use it. And we're just using it any which way that we want to. And it's, just, it's not effective. And then our faith goes down because I've asked God many times and it just doesn't come through for me. I've got to see how people did it in the Word of God. I've got to see how they asked. And I need to mimic that because the prayer petition is based on knowledge and understanding. I must get the knowledge and understanding from the Word of God. And I've got to walk after that. If I do not get the knowledge and understanding, I am not obeying God. And I'm not going after this the, the way that He said to do it. And that's why I'm failing. I must know the will of God before I ever get involved in a prayer petition. I've got to know it. You see, Jesus get involved in the prayer of petition. He always knew what the will of God was. When the guy gets dropped in front of him to be healed, the lame man gets dropped in front to be healed, you see him spending hours in prayer? Hang on a minute. I need to pray and seek after God. Nope. He knows what the will of God is. And he, right there, your sins are forgiven. What are you you talking about? Sins are forgiven. Well, just so you know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Arise, take up your pallet and walk. That was more than three words. <laughs> but still shorter than most people's prayers. But he, again, he doesn't ask God anything. He doesn't, I mean, it's amazing. He doesn't even say, Father God, forgive him of his sins. He doesn't say either, I forgive you your sins. He simply send, says, your sins are forgiven. Apparently that was a hang up for the man. He had to get him past that. And he got him past it. So do it the way the Word of God says. Get Scripture on it. Follow after it the way the people did it. And do not care about how you've always done it. Because you may have always done it wrong. Yeah. Good night. See you, Steve. Because I know that it's right. I pray the prayer dedication, discover, reform the will of God, right? Mm-hmm. Then I go and I can pray. Prayer oh, wait a minute. Prayer petition. The prayer dedication, I discover, reform the will of God. Right. I discover what the will of God is for me in this situation. Mm-hmm. Then I pray the prayer. No, that's why I wrote in there that the prayer of, of dedication is not a pre, pre-prayer of faith. If you try and do it, you will get messed up really bad. Because the prayer of faith is not based on direction I'm feeling in the Spirit. It is based on God's Word. It must be based on God's Word. If you don't base it on God's Word, it won't work. It has to be based on God's Word has to be based on what he said. If I do not have scripture for it, I probably cannot use the prayer petition. That's how strongly it is. So either you're not ready to pray the prayer petition or you cannot pray the prayer petition. But understand there are some situations you cannot pray the prayer petition on. You have no business praying the prayer petition on it. I don't care if you want to, if so-and-so did so, it, 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 and it so-and-so did so and got results. It don't matter. You cannot pray the prayer petition on some things. First off, it is for things, for objects. It's not for people. A lot of times people are praying the prayer petition when they should be praying the prayer of intercession or the prayer of supplication. Do you know the difference between the prayer of intercession and the prayer of supplication? So a lot of times we're, we're intermixing those two. You cannot mix where the prayer of intercession belongs. You cannot mix the prayer of supplication. 
nor can you put the prayer of intercession where the prayer of supplication is. If they are both the same thing, then why did I include both? But see, the prayer of intercession has certain rules that you must follow. And the prayer of intercession has certain situations that it will change, that it will help, that it will work on. Prayer of supplication has situations, has, has, has things that it will work on. But the rules that govern supplication are very different from the rules that govern intercession. Too often, we've, we as Christians have mixed them up. Way too often. There are whole groups of people that you cannot intercede for. Whole groups of them. And you cannot intercede for them. There are whole groups of people you cannot make prayers of supplication for. Cannot do it. Don't care what the situation is. You cannot do it. And too often Christians are mixing them up. And because they don't know the difference between the two, they mix up the rules. Now, they're similar. There are some great similarities between intercession and supplication. But they are not the same thing. You cannot use them the same way. So we'll get in there. Probably get into them next. 